0: to Aligned Mama Podcast. We're your hosts, Samantha Kapstick and Nikki Trout. And we're partnering
1: up because we know motherhood is hard. Like
0: really, really hard. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> Get ready to equip yourself with practical tips and strategies to tackle daily trials along with insights from expert guest speakers and relatable stories from other moms just like you.
1: Join us weekly for advice, inspiring stories, and a supportive community of moms navigating the joys and challenges of motherhood together. And welcome to our podcast. We're absolutely thrilled that you found us in our incredible mama mission. For our inaugural episode, we're taking a moment to introduce ourselves, the voices behind this podcast, and to provide you with a glimpse into our backgrounds and the reasons behind our partnership. But before we share introductions, let's recap with what this podcast is really all about.
0: So our primary aims are twofold. First and foremost, we're dedicated to fostering success in motherhood. We're achieving this by creating a platform that unites moms from all walks of life to collectively share their personal experiences along with their strengths and weaknesses. Through this united effort, our mission is to empower each mother with the knowledge and inspiration needed to overcome obstacles and to grow while coming to the terms of the fact that no mama really has it all together. Additionally,
1: We're passionate about nurturing a community where women can learn to be better supporters of one another. Motherhood is a journey laden with challenges, and we believe that no mother should have to navigate this alone. And by sharing our journeys honestly and learning from each other, we can inspire moms to show up better for one another collectively, making the path a bit smoother for every mom out there. So on with the introductions. All right, Samantha Capstick, would you like to go first and introduce yourself and a little bit about you?
0: Okay, so I am Samantha Kapstick. Um, I am a wife to Jonathan Capstick. We actually met when I was 12, he was 13, um, and we were best friends. Um, the first day I met him, actually, I told my mom that I was going to marry him, and she said, Samantha, do you know how many boys you are going to meet? You are not marrying him, and little did she know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm a mama of three. I have Landon, who is 14. I have Nolan, who is 11, and Josie, who is six. Um, I grew up in O'Fallon, um, and we are currently living in Winfield, which is actually right by Troy. No one actually knows where Winfield is, so, um, basically Troy. Um, and I grew up in a two-home family. Um, my mom was married to my stepdad for eight years, and I did have a stepbrother, um, but we're no longer in contact with them, um, and then my father had, um, my stepmom is, The same stepmom I had my whole life. I they got married when I was two, um, and I have three siblings um, through my stepmom and my dad. Um, And also, (laughs) so before this, uh, I so I was a teen mom. I got pregnant my junior year and had my son um, my senior year. And I right out of um, high school, I went into the culinary world. I went to culinary school. I thought that since I really loved cooking, that the, being, a She's chef, a good cook. <laughs> being a chef was like my passion and like what I wanted to do. Um, but I didn't really think it through because the restaurant industry is just not really that great for the hours and stuff with um, a family. Um, so I got out of that and then I opened my own cleaning business. Um, I did that for a long time and then, My last career was um, marketing on social media. So Nikki, let's let's hear about you. All
1: right. So again, my name is Nikki Trout. I am also a wife. My husband is Eric. I married a country boy. Who would have ever thought? (laughs) I can't kill a bug still to this day. And he shoots all kinds of animals. (laughs) Um, But yes, he's the love of my life. We met in college and he played baseball. I played soccer. So we were both sporty people. Um, I am a mom, so we have three kids together. We have two boys, 14 and 11, and a little girl, our little bonus, my sweet cherry pie, Sadie. She's four and a half. Um, Love being a mom, but to back up, I grew up in St. Charles, Missouri, not too far from where Samantha grew up. My parents are, thinking Thankfully, still married to this day. I have two siblings, an older brother and a younger brother, and I love and get along with my sister-in-law's great, and I just think that's such a bonus to add in there as well. We currently, um, we did, um, after college, move around. We lived a few different spots in Ohio, then Florida, then Illinois, and now we've planted our stakes back towards our homeland in Missouri, and we currently reside in Troy, Missouri. So after graduating college, I uh, worked with an oil and gas company for 10 years, and then I um, recently left. Actually, my last employer, I was with them for five years. I was supporting their sales and marketing, and I still do love them, so a little shout out to (laughs) them, Um, but something came along that we just couldn't pass up. So, um, yeah, so that's a little bit about my background. Samantha, why don't we jump back over to you? Um, We want to, um, our podcast is about mamas and momhood, so... Just curious, what type of mama would you say you are?
0: Um, I am laid back, uh, go with the flow. Um, I know that most wives joke that their husband is like their fourth kid or like, you know, an additional kid. Um, But me and my husband have opposite, reversed roles. And I would definitely say that I am my husband's fourth kid. Like I am all about like the spontaneous, you know, fun, fun is what I like to center it on. What type of mom would you classify yourself as? Yeah,
1: um, I think the same. Maybe that's why we love each other so much, Samantha. Um, I think I'm definitely more go with a flow. I'm not rigid. I um, love being spontaneous. I love being goofy and silly. Um, So I think I'm just a silly mom. I do have high expectations for my kids, so I push them pretty hard because I do think um, the kids will go as far as you push them, and I think the sky's the limit with kids. Um so I am kind of stern with certain things and no they're like, my um, 11-year-old will be like, I have a really strict teacher, so I'm probably going to get in trouble this year. And I'm like, not one time. And he, little does he know if he did. I would love him the same, and I would be like, yeah, I get it, but I can't tell him that. So um, stern and strict in some areas, but very go-with-the-flow and silly and no bedtime, right? I think you're yeah. the same way. <laughs> and
0: I am the same way with that. Like, I always tell my kids, like, I make um, the boys do their own laundry, and I teach them how to clean the bathroom, and I'm, they're always like, you know, mom, you're the only one that makes us do this. And I'm like, yeah, but I am raising a a future husband and a future father. And if my, I don't ever want my daughter-in-laws to, you know, just have a baby and have to do all the work and wearing, like you need to help her out. So I'm like always on them about like the type of men that they're going to be and the type of husbands that they're going to be. I love that. Um, okay. So give us, Three of your mama's strengths and three of your mama's weaknesses. Okay.
1: Um, I should have wrote this out. I'm sure there's a lot of weaknesses. Um, of course, there's a lot of strengths I think God gives us. Um, things we're good at, that's what makes the world go around because we're not all good at the same thing. Um, I would say um, some of, one of my big weaknesses is I am not a planner. I am spontaneous. I think it is a weakness and a strength sometimes. Uh, maybe more often than not, it does feel like a weakness, but I am not a planner, I uh actually get stressed out when people are asking like, Hey, what are we gonna do in a couple of weeks? or um, even my so sweet mother-in-law, she'll come and uh, be with us and she's so good at cooking and she's so prepared, which is her strength. And she'll be like, so what's on the agenda and what are we eating tomorrow? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Um, so, and, and it is a weakness on the flip side. It can be a strength at times where I'm very good with the flow and I say yes to everything. If somebody wants to meet up, I will fit you in today. Um, we'll get it done. So I'm, uh, I think it's a strength also because, It's like a job interview. I have to be like, my weakness is also my strength. (laughs) I have to, um, you know, make sure I feel good about myself. Um, I do see it as a strength, though, because I do know some people. uh, Personally, I think that they have a weakness in over planning because they have to, like, everything has to go just uh, just to order and just to plan. And I do think that is hard for them, too, and hard on them. So I think somewhere in the middle is where I'd like to be. And I know Samith and I are on this journey kind of to get to that spot. Um, another, let's go with a strength. Um, I do, um, I, I, I have been keeping up with my laundry since late last year. So late 2022, I had a pile right over here in my room. That was huge all the time. And I just got to the point where I was like, I am done. And I'm like, Nikki, you're mentally strong. This is not acceptable. You will fit it in. And so I think the key is if you tell three friends that you're going to keep up with your laundry, you're like, have to now be accountable. So actually, and I know I've told you that for a while, like I have been accountable for the most part to keeping up with my laundry. And just like Samantha said, my boys do their own laundry. I do rotate it in the washer and dryer. And after that, they take care of it. And that has been a help. So just like to separate the laundry. So that's a strength for sure. Weakness, mopping. Mm -hmm. I like mop three times a year. And it it sounds like I'm being exaggerative, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) And I have four dogs in the house. So... Um, I guess we have a lot of tile. It's a bigger um, floor plan than I've ever lived in, and we have a ton of tile. And I'm in one of the busiest seasons in my life with my boys being um avid baseball players, So I just feel like I don't have the time to deep clean. I'm kind of like one of those people that doesn't have a lot of crap everywhere. But also, if you look really closely, oh, watch out. I would
0: never guess that, like, it'd been three or four months that like, you haven't mopped your floor. Like, you don't look at, walking in and be like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the dark gray tile. <laughs>
1: We'll go back to, um, okay, so when we went to weakness, we'll go with strength. One of the strengths, I love people. I think I learned this from my parents. And um, my dad was always, like, talking to us all the time when we were in the car. So any empty space he filled it with or empty, like, to-dos, he would fill it. And especially it was in the car oftentimes at night. And he'd, like, talk to us about life. So it always, like, helping people out and always saying hi and going out of your way. Or if somebody, um, you know, has an ailment or they don't, you know. They're in a wheelchair at school. Guys, you need to be friends with them. So I love um, that I, I have empathy for others, a very strong empathy. It, it can be a burden at times. My, You do. You have the same thing. We get it. But um, we're also trying to teach our kids to have that too. And it does come more naturally to some. My middle child more than uh, my older one, even though my older one is so sweet too. But my middle child is like me. When he, when he does an act of love for someone, he is like, it's just like made his whole day, week, month. Um. So we'll go with one more weakness. What would you say? Come on. Go ahead and say something. What would you say I have trouble with or weakness?
0: I don't know. I feel like. It's like putting you on the spot. I know. You can go for I it. I feel like you're really great at like so many things. Like with the go with the flow. She has a crazy schedule. Like, I don't know. I feel like you handle everything with a lot of grace. And I cook really good. Um, you probably should that say that.
1: <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, to <laughs> so me that you know one of them. I do like to eat healthy. Um, I always have, don't even own an, a microwave but I do not just have the skill set of cooking. Um, I have to, when I turn the oven on, I have to set a timer because I'll get busy on something else. And I don't get affirmation a lot. Even when I think something is good, I'm not like, Hey, good job. <laughs> so then I just have no confidence in it. And then you can come whoop up something in like 12 minutes. And it is so good. And that honestly, though, for moms, some of us look at somebody like you and we're like, oh, I wish I had that. Cause you know, if you can feed your husband, you feed that Tummy, you know, or even your kids, you know, they're happy. So I do wish I had that. And again, that's one of the things that hopefully I will learn on this journey with you.
0: But what is cool is that your husband actually cooks. Yes. That's so true. so he like makes up for that, which is just how awesome God works. Because yeah. like my husband, even though um, we worked at the hospital together and we're cooks together and he had to make a lot of different meals, like he acts, I mean, he would probably die. Like, if I die, please go feed my family because they're going to be living off of some fast food. He cannot cook. And you
1: cook so good. He's probably like, why even try? Like, yeah, it's I not going to be good enough. Yeah,
0: Literally not. I mean, he will put in, like, if we have a night where I'm gone, he will do, like, french fries and fish sticks in the oven. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. So, funny how that is. It is. Yeah. Um,
1: well, let's turn it over to you. Okay. I think that's enough about me. So how about some strengths and weaknesses?
0: Okay. So I will just do my, um, let's see, my biggest strength I feel like is my marriage. Um, we have a for really sure. great marriage. That's always been really important to me um, to model that for my kids. Um, but with that being said, that it doesn't, people always ask us like, you know, about our marriage or like, oh you know we get a well you just got really lucky or you got really blessed or you know it just happened that way um but me and my husband from since we were engaged have been so intentional about going to marriage conferences reading books and not just like hearing the information but actually applying them um so something that we learned very early on is like try to be the first one to say sorry which like goes against yeah. the grain in the world and sometimes I'll even text him and I'll be like, I'm sorry, you're always wrong. <laughs> like, just to break the ice. But we really don't let, you know, that tension build up. And so, you know, we don't really have a whole lot of fights. But it does go with, we've put a lot of um, work into it and built a strong foundation.
1: I will second that, though, real fast. Anyone who knows Samantha and Jonathan, it's like, okay, I remember being at a baseball game. I have even told you this. You sat in front of me. I remember you were like, I don't know, you guys were, you sat in front of me. He came from work and you guys sat next to each other. And there was a spark. It was like, whoa, guys, like, hold on. You guys are at baseball. But I remember, like, I could even, like, feel the love in the air between you guys. And honestly, that was just one of the million stories. I do want to ask... Well, can you share what you guys have done like this past year with the refrigerator in your closet in your room? See, this is, again, why I think their uh, marriage is so fruitful and fun is that the spontaneity and just the fun in it. So share what you guys did this year, if you don't
0: mind. So we have our, we named it Escaper Night, which there's a story I can <laughs> yeah. that maybe we'll share later, but um, it is an escape. So when we put the kids to bed, we tried to at least one week, one day of the week, um, do a night together. Um, m- I know my husband has rules to this. uh, There is no, you cannot wear anything, but you can wear something. You're married, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. With my husband. Yeah. Um, but, and then my part of it is I get lots of fun snacks and we have a little mini fridge in our um, bedroom because we do have a two-story. So like, and, and to hide from the children yes because I'll get stuff throughout the week and then I'm like, crap, they ate it. Um, but we'll do cheesecake or whatever and then we just get it out and we just like lay in bed and eat and talk. And um, also we have no screens while we do this. Um, and so it just like ignites that, like it's like a little date, but at Love home, so you know, much. when you don't have a sitter, you know, sometimes it's hard to get a sitter and stuff, and yeah. so trying to keep it fun at Um, um so. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's so, I thought it was
1: so awesome to hear what you guys do. Just like you know, a lot of couples have like a unique niche or something fun that they found that they love together and I'm like that was so cool I could totally see Eric and I just enjoying some
0: some fun time like that it's a great excuse to eat cheesecake I mean (laughs) Um, okay so then I think that um, a second strength of mine is that I try to be fun I try to remember what it's like to be a kid because I feel like a lot of times as adults um we can just forget and we forget how exciting something is or that like Urgent feel to like oh I want to do this so bad and so I try to really tap t- tap into my inner child and just try to remember that um, and then another strength of mine is um, I like to take my kids out in nature a lot I love to explore creeks um, we're constantly rescuing little baby animals which I think is always a little yes fun you are <laughs> um, we've had you tried today you, know, you tried to get a, <laughs> a snake, snake on the road and, I um, and then I. Will do my kids' projects, like help them, like I will go all in. Um, and this is kind of my week one of my weaknesses is I'm a procrastinator. So it's probably gonna be like, you know, the last night before it's due, and I'm gonna be up to like four in the morning, but they are gonna have the best project mm-hmm. there. Um, so I like to have fun with them with that. Um, but then for my weaknesses, I am definitely a procrastinator. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know if I, like, work better under pressure or what it is, why my brain goes that way, but it is definitely, I'm always feeling like I'm, like, crunch time, and then my husband is very type A, uh, and he's always, like, if you wouldn't have had to wait till last minute, I'm like, I know, stop telling me, <laughs> like, that's probably when we butt heads the <laughs> most, is because I'm like, I know everything you're going to say, and I already know, I don't know, and don't need you to remind me, um, but then I am also um, something that I think has stemmed from probably as a teen mom or I don't know, maybe it's just motherhood in general. Um, but I feel like there was always so much catching up, like, in especially in the beginning, I worked a lot of jobs. I was going to school, doing all this stuff. Um, and I just feel like I have struggled in the past with, like, living in the moment and just, like, being present currently um, and then also being, like... Just really stressed and tapped out. And so, like, I would crave those, like, date nights or, like, when my mom would take the kids or whatever, um, which is healthy and good. But now, as a mom, I'm seeing, like, holy cow, it went by so fast. Um, and so, you know, I can't change the past, but I'm just, like, really trying to focus in on being present in the moment and just, like, enjoying all the moments even if like they're fighting and there's a meltdown and like whatever I'm like you know this might be the last fight or like you know they always say this might be the last time you hold your baby or whatever like they're always the last so like just being more present and not stressing out so much about everything um so okay so why don't you tell us (laughs) why we started this and why (laughs) we're doing this aligned mamas okay I usually have way too many words I'm going to try to be brief
1: okay So back in 2019, my daughter, Sadie, so I finally got the girl. I was so excited, and everything in the world seemed right. But a few short weeks later, at seven weeks old, she was diagnosed with cancer, and I was told she was blind and that she would never see again. I don't know if I ever told you that. I was alone in a hospital room, and I got told with her about her situation, and that just um, hit me. And it was a really hard and long four years. And actually, in 2023, in April, we just – uh, rang the bell. So it was a long process. She had lots of treatment, chemo, radiation. I had to make some big, scary decisions and it was awful. Um, but going into that dark side and having the faith journey I had, and I got so much closer to God. A lot of times those trials do that. You have a choice or you either go one way or the other. And I just clung to him. And I also realized how hard it was to go through such a trial it's hard enough to be a mom just as you said like you just need an escape or a date night but what if you're a mom plus something you're a single mom or you know something else you're going through sorry I think you're hearing the dogs in the background we have four German Shepherds um so seeing the other side of it feeling how distraught and in despair and honestly in my mind during the journey I remember like feeling like I was in envisioning myself um falling backwards and spinning down a dark tunnel. that's how just low. And I just also envisioned myself turning around and running the other way. That's how hard it was on me. And I, and I know I had like a decent network of family and friends and gosh, Sadie's GoFundMe just exploded. But also on top of that, I felt alone. So alone, so scared. I was the one in the hospital room with her, um, making scary decisions while my husband had to work. And um, I was the nurse and all of these things. So long story short, um, I had friends and family that really showed up, and I had some that didn't, that really hurt. And then I also know, too, and we've talked about this, Samantha, some people just don't know how to show up. They don't want to say the wrong thing. They don't know what to do. And they always say, hey, if you need something, I know this. you're going through something rough, let me know. But that always ends up uh, void. Um, nothing really comes out of that. So Samantha and I met. Um, at a on a baseball field years and years ago, maybe six years ago, right? And we just kept bumping into each other. Um, we always, like, clicked, I feel like, when we were together. But she was one of my friends that always um, came alongside me. But not only that, she went a step further, and she would say things like, hey, Nikki, here's a list of three things I want to do for you. You have to at least choose one. Um, or I remember one time crying to here in this very room and talking about something so hard. And I, that was such a low for me. And I remember you just like reaching your pocket and like, here's $40. Like, no, you know, people don't do that very often, but she was always there for me personally. And then also when I, um, I would have, I, it was so healing to me when I would help somebody else out during my hardship. Um, it was just a mystery of it all. So I had one friend that I could contact, Hey, I know um, I, there's this mom out there that they have a kid with cancer. I know she's struggling. Or, hey, there's a single mom out there. And I would contact Samantha, and I knew she was my go-to every time. And she does have a problem saying yes, but she has such a heart too. And she always said yes. So her and I just so clicked. And we have, I feel like, the same heart for people. God, you know, maybe put it on our hearts, but it's also a burden too, right? Yeah. I, I feel like um, we could talk to, talk to that. But because of that, we kind of um, – I'll let you tell the story of how this actually came to pass, but that was the, uh, I guess, the background of why I came uh, to the partnership. Where my heart is in it is just to help moms not feel alone, and um, that you know those that don't have a network can finally feel like they get a network and have a network. And then I'll let you s- <laughs> tell the story of how we actually officially started.
0: Yeah. So. Um, Nikki would always message me or text me and say you know hey can we go help this mom and stuff and so we were doing that on the side and then um our boys came together and they started playing basketball yeah. together and we were sitting there one day at practice and she's like hey I think that we should start a YouTube channel I'm like oh yeah that'd be cool um and then the next practice she was like here's I, I made some graphics and showing me them, and I'm like, oh, that's really cute. Like yeah, that'd be really fun. I wasn't thinking like as a career or anything. I just thought <laughs> you meant, know, like on the side like something you know, with all our spare time. Um, and so then I was in my garage and I still remember it and because I was reaching into the garage fridge and she was like, sent me a text and she's like, I just quit my job. Are we still doing this? And I'm like, whoa, hold up, what? How are we going to make money? First like, of all, you're like, that's way too much pressure. Don't quit. I know. I was like, hey, sure? you could just back down your hours. Um, and she was like, nope, we're doing this full force. So that's kind of like, um,
1: Yeah. And actually, it was like, I feel like one to two months prior to that, we were helping a mom, and I remember telling you. I think you were really crabby that day. I'm just going to throw that out there. No, you were just, like, really, like, blah. It was, like, a mom blah day. Uh I just remember that because I was, like, all excited to tell you about. Like, I was, like, I feel like I know what it's going to be, like, part of this whole thing that we're doing. And I I just, like – I don't even know how to like share this cause it sounds crazy, but it was when I told her, I was like, I think it's going to be like a mom's community. And I, you know, like whatever. So that was like just the start of it. And then she seems like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And she's really good at social. That's why also she was my girl. Cause she just, um, she's been in the social game for a long time. She's really good at it. And she is one of those magnetic personalities again. Um, when, and one of those people that she's spent so uh, many hours in your, in your how-to books, like all this stuff about like how to build systems in your home and all these things, so I'm like, she is a perfect partner. Like God's like, that's her, and you know, and so yeah, she was like, yes, but don't quit. And I was like, nope, my husband's okay with it, my parents and uh, my even my mother-in-law. So I was like, with those, I feel like I'm it's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. So we did. We um we came together officially just a few weeks ago. Um and why don't you share what we are
0: launching? So, we have lots of things are launching, but we are launching, obviously, a podcast um, here. And then all social platforms, um, YouTube, TikTok. Everything trying to just get out our systems, different things to help and um, moms, and then the vulnerability side of it. Um, and then also our mama community, Aligned Mamas Community on Facebook. If you are a woman, you can join the group. Um, you do not have to be a mother, mm-hmm. um, even though it's called Mamas. We, it's open for any mom or <laughs> any woman. <laughs> right. um, but that is like our heart and passion um, is just bringing moms together women together that are there for each other, that are Mm non-judgmental, that you can just be real and raw with and say like, hey, I'm really sucking at this. And just having a group of girls that are going to come alongside of you and give you advice, tell you, you know, step in and help, whatever that looks like. Um, So we just launched our first mommy social um and it went phenomenal and we brought together women that we had neither one of us had never ever met before which was so awesome to see that community just growing already with just a few weeks in Um, and then the other side of it is like our heart and soul and like what drives us is to that we hope to make this a huge mission field um, you know, being hearing of a story of a mom that's in need of whether that's someone to come help her clean because she's been depressed or whether that's like a cancer mom that is going through hell with, you know, their child being sick and needs help with putting their front yard together or, you know, organizing their basement, whatever that looks like, um, just being all in on missions and not only just us, but we hope to em- empower and inspire other women to step up and be doers not just people that say oh let me know or oh that's so sweet or I'd love to do that or whatever but actually like stepping up and showing up for others and creating that domino effect um you know through the community and I dreaming super big like how cool would it be when we start hearing of women that say because of your group inspired me and like them being in a different state or whatever that be so yeah. Yeah. We want no mom to ever feel alone.
1: And then we also want moms to be vulnerable enough. That's our goal, too. So people, again, don't feel alone that they're like, oh, I've gone through that, too. Somebody else does. Okay. You know, and then like, what are ways that I can conquer that? So with that said, I think we will conclude our first podcast. We are so excited that you decided to join this journey. Um, also, you can email us at any time if there's a topic or if you want to be a guest. We were, we'll have some guest speakers on this podcast. I guess before we stop, do you want to just give a brief, um, I guess, update of what listeners can expect on a podcast?
0: Yes. So um, tips and tricks for all household things, mom things, mom hacks, um, uh, workout um, challenges that you can do at home, um, eating healthy, meal prepping, um, basically any system for the household. We hope to bring ease and comfort, and then also um, a variety of mom guests. We are going to have going through every type of struggle and situation that you can imagine. Um, so we hope to have lots of guests on, you know, on health, on a mama going through grief, a woman wanting to be a mother, but You know, God hasn't blessed her with that yet. So just kind of reaching all different types of women and having them on as, you know, and being vulnerable and raw. And that
1: way, the women listening, maybe they haven't gone through that, but now they're going to know how to show up for their friends. And so, again, we just hope this, like, takes off and momentum builds. And, uh, again, thank you for joining us. Stay tuned. And... Go mamas. <laughs> yes, but first, Nikki, oh, okay. I have to ask you, okay. this this going to be our closing,
0: because it's always such a I'm struggle nervous. to figure out what's for dinner tonight. Oh my
1: gosh, you had to ask that question. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> the next worst one would be like, so when are you mopping next? <laughs> um, for dinner, pork, there's a little... Cutlets. Pork cutlets with probably frozen peas or green beans, and potatoes maybe, I think. We're doing the pork for sure, so we're gonna work around. I am trying to start planning in the mornings, like my mother in law does, which I love, um, and that's not too plenty for me. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. The kids just got back in school, so I have to ask you without showing me up, Samantha Capstick. What are you having for dinner? <laughs> well,
0: I'm actually having pork too because I asked her right before I did my grocery order. I have no groceries in my house, so I got. Port-
1: did you procrastinate? I
0: procrastinated. <laughs> like literally could not make a lunch or. I couldn't even make butter noodles at this point. <laughs> so bad. Um, but pork tenderloin. I'm going to do roasted potatoes, and mm. what was my—oh, ingredients?
1: beans. Oh, you need to give me a roasted potatoes recipe. I'll do that instead of, like, fries.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Okay. All right. It.
1: See you, mamas. Thanks for listening to another Align Mama podcast. We hope you found value in today's topic. For more mama resources, go to alignedmamas.com, follow us on social, and join our Aligned Mamas community Facebook group to
0: connect with other moms just like you. We'd like to hear from you. Have a podcast topic? Want to get in touch with us? Want to share your story as a guest? Email us at alignedmamas@gmail.com. at See, see you, you next time. I can see through my feelings now. I can see clear through my mind. And the that shut my eyes. See you.